on today's there we go say something oh (laughs) on today's super team we're going to talk about tom brady the cheater and the asterisk on the patriots talk about josh gordon never playing another down of football again as well as the cleveland browns imploding and basically being traded away three two one action Welcome back to a wonderful, 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 wonderful episode of Two Beers Deep, guys. Hello, Greg. Hello. That was a lot of wonderfuls that you had in there. Must have been having a pretty good day. Not at all. <laughs> uh, for anybody that doesn't know me, my the house on the corner of the street was on fire when I woke up to sirens and everything, which was a lot. Um, yeah, driving through Greenfield this morning, I thought I smelled smoke like halfway to when I got you there, and I was trying to figure out what the hell was going on with my car. Because I literally thought, like, I don't know if it was the oil. I don't know if, like, my, my brakes were wearing or something on that. But I just smelled smoke. And then as soon as I got to your street, I just see this giant flame at the very end of it. And it's like, holy crap. Completely engulfed. Um, and, it, I mean, I think the people got out okay from what my understanding is on it. So, uh, it, okay. So, get this. I told you about this. So, basically, the punishment for the, my Kiski League. Yeah. And is that the loser has to go to Market Square and do some kind of act. I think we're going to do mime till they get enough oh, money. God. The dude said, who is in last place, obviously, mm-hmm. said, what is the threshold? Feel like it should be determined. And he's probably going to lose tonight. He's de- what do you he's- mean? Wait, wait. What do you mean by threshold? So he has to do the act until it gets to a certain dollar amount, and okay. then he's done. Okay. So he's up 23 points, and the other guy has Zach Pascal and Marlon Mack. It's like actually an electric it's gonna be potential. Close. It's going to be close. Yeah. Um, but... He says, how much should it be? And the one says, I would say a small number, but these guys are way much crueler than I am. He said, so 20. I said 100. <laughs> he said 25. I said 100. <laughs> he said 30. I am now writing 120. Wow. No, no this that- is a punishment. That, like, and, and the thing is, the number that I'm actually okay with is 50. Okay. 50 is 100% what I'm okay with because he's going to get a dollar here, dollar there, dollar here, dollar there. So 50's fine. That's 50 people that have to help him. Yeah, will the casual person give him money as a mime, though? I feel like the majority of people would no. not tip a mime. No, not at all. I would I would laugh hysterically. No, we're going to have a sign there. like, And I'm going to write that, assuming... I think the sign should say something like, I lost my fantasy football league, please help me, or something like that. I suck at fantasy football. That's better. Please help. Please donate to the cause of getting me better or making me better. Sorry. I have to use proper English right there. He said wrong way, man. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm going to say 70. I'm going to say 80. That's a great punishment, though. Who came up with 80. that? So it was a combination of a bunch of things. So actually, last year was stand-up and hand bones, which I tried. To, mm-hmm. I almost fought a comedian because he was like, man, like literally my buddy who was doing it, who did great, Mike Cochran, went up to the guy and was like, hey, I saw you open for this comedian. Like, you're really funny. Yeah, we're here for a punishment. Like, I don't, you know, like, but I also wanted to do stand-up. So the guy's five-minute bit consisted of him just ripping on our friend, being like, man, imagine all these people, like, I'm not, I don't go to your job. I was like, this isn't even funny. Uh I was like, the dude wasted his entire time up there when people came to see him ripping, and everyone was just like, all right, like, tell us your bit. And he's like, no, like, imagine going to a plumber's job. and Which, true, like, true, but also, no one's making, like, we literally were laughing and enjoying the night, and right. then this, this douchebag came out of nowhere. I hated the guy. He I, was just, I wasn't, I tried to fight him. He was just sounding like sour grapes, essentially. Well, he was just, it was like, he didn't show up with any content to say, so he just starts, I'm like, that's the laziest comedy. 
Like that's very it, true. It, there's funny crowd work, but my friend went up to you and said, "I'm a big fan. I'm doing this punishment, whatever." So the dude let everyone know, which like everyone there pretty much already knew because we told them. Right. But he also was like just ripping on him for no reason. It's just lazy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was just super lazy. Man. Yeah. What's the kind of story about a good comedic act is that it has to have a good beginning, a good middle, and then somehow the punchline at the very end circles back to the beginning. Yeah. That's usually the sign of a pretty good comedian. So. Yeah. I mean, what is it? Dave Chappelle said, "I'm going to tell you the punchline." Before I tell you the joke. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why I was answering DMs because I'm not letting it go below. I have it at 80 right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they said, yeah, 20 is actually quite a bit considering most people just give change. No, it's not. Mm -mm. No. You're going to do that. When are you going to, you're going to do this like before the season, I'm guessing and all that. Well, you imagine being a mime in the middle of market square on a hot summer day. Yep. Well, and he only comes back for the training camp. So, oh, that's going to be even worse. (laughs) It'll be like right in. Right in the middle of July at that I said, point. I bet he gets some 50s if we have a sign. Have him, like, he'll be sweating like crazy all over that and stuff. But yeah. on the positive side of things, in that league, I am in the final mm-hmm. for the, uh, it is this league. Boom, boom. Uh, it is, one, I won this in 17, I believe. Yeah, so this was 17. Okay. 18 took a year off. Back in the championship in 19. Nice. Dynasty League, I won uh, last year, which was the first year of it, with only two losses the entire year. Yep. This year, back in the final, if, knock on wood with me, Greg, Alvin Kamara scores four points tonight. He has only scored less than four points once in his NFL career. He hasn't been producing as well as he has in the last few games either. So, it's, uh, I'm not going to say... 15, 11, and 6 are his last three games, which... Mm. Against the Colts, I, I, all That's I'm fair. saying is That's I need fair. six. That's it. You essentially need just one catch. Essentially, I feel like one catch should equal at least one point. Yeah, then probably all the additional <laughs> yards that go with it. I feel like it'll be fine. I need a forty-yard catch. Well, no, that's yeah. I would need a forty-yard catch then. No, you need a thirty-yard catch. Three yeah. points and then one. Yeah, but I mean, I, I would rather just him get a touchdown. Have rush for thirty yards or something like that. You're fine. I think if you don't cheat and you don't live a major metro, it takes at least an hour to get twenty clams. I'm going to fight with these dudes. Oh. It is a punishment. <laughs> like, I get $20 is going to be a lot because it's going to yeah. change in singles and whatever. Right. But, like, that's only, like, maybe, in my opinion, if you're out there actually trying hard, and, you like, he's going to cheat. I I just feel like See, if, here's, if either one of them lose, they're going to cheat. See, here's the good sign of a good pun- <laughs> of, of a fair punishment. If the person who wins would have done the punishment from the get-go, then everyone should be able to I do would, it. I, Tom and I both, I would say, would do this. Yeah. Easily. There you go. I would have been way more scared to do the stand-up. Yeah. Because that's actually prepared things. Mm-hmm. With a mime, you just have to you have to YouTube things mimes do. And like you can't steal jokes because most of those people are trying to be comedians and they know the jokes. Right. So that's a, that's the unfortunate part of it. But yeah. I feel yeah, I feel like if, if any if everyone in the league would be willing to do it, then that's a fair punishment though. I really do. You can't but you it's can't, not you, the punishment, it's the dollar amount that we're finding. Yeah. So it, I think that is so the dollar amount is essentially the big kicker. It's not that the actual I the actual act of dressing like a mime, putting makeup on, and pretending like you're stuck in a box is the issue. It's literally the fact that how much money do I have to gain before I can leave? I said, man, grocer Joe and makeup. <laughs> Would make oh. my entire offseason. No, but I love this league. This is the league where I traded last year. 
uh, DeAndre Hopkins for a first-round pick and Larry Fitzgerald. Right. And I turned that team into Juju has been butt, but Nick Chubb, Todd Gurley, Julio Jones, Evan Ingram, Jared Cook. Like, I have a very good lineup. Yeah. Uh, I have Drew Brees and Dak Prescott because somebody dropped Drew Brees when he was hurt, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll figure it out. And I have Calvin Ridley in my IR spot. You got solid starters and depth all over the place. Yeah. That's a sign of a good franchise right there. Yeah. It doesn't touch my dynasty, but um, so let's just – Get into this Patriots thing first, yeah. and then transition as smoothly for, as we ever do. Greg. For what it's worth, like I did not see the video. I I know that it was a Fox Sports exclusive. I know that Jay Glazer dropped it and all that. But you kind of gave me the rundown of it this morning, yes. and the basic the basic gist that I got from it is that this dude is fucked. So it's 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 a conversation I had with a couple guys today, like. Basically, the video is recording the footage on a screen that the Bengals recorded, and it's strictly their sideline. It follows the players out to the field and back. It's 100% their substitutions. It's 100% their coaches. And the conversation is the Bengals guy goes, so you're filming for the, the um, advanced scout. And they're like, yeah, we're doing a behind the scenes for this web series. And he goes, oh, like not a lot of advanced scout in this footage. And they're mm-hmm. like, well, we, we were getting some B-roll for the, for the film or from the, from the field. And he's like, so eight minutes of B-roll, huh? And they're like, well, why don't you just let us delete it? And the guy's like, what? And they're like, well, once we delete it, it's gone. We haven't uploaded it. We, we don't have a computer to save it. That's it. So let's delete it. And the guy goes, the damage is done, buddy. And he goes, no, no, no. Once we delete it, it's gone forever. Like, let us just delete it. We mm-hmm. can delete it right now. And it's like, so the conversation then gets to the fact that the Patriots came out and said that these guys were contracted videographers who were not on the same side of the company as the Patriots football operations. And I brought that up in my argument against a guy because I think Belichick should get a year for the same reason. And the difference here between Sean Payton's uh, bounty gate is that that was a coaches run thing. Right. So this is a personnel run thing. But at the same time, Belichick is part of the personnel, though. He is. He is. And it comes down to, for me, that they might not be part of the football operations, but they are contracted employees of the Patriots because they are not technically employees, but they're contracted, meaning that that tape is going somewhere, mm-hmm. and that tape is not just external facing. I mean, they have New England Patriots media credentials. Mm-hmm. Like, that is 100%. Like, the video was damning in my mind. Right. Um, and it's just the fact that this has happened before, and this was a lie they were told to say way back when Spygate happened originally. Yeah, I'm very intrigued by the fact that a contracted company was even told that from this, from the Patriots personnel, that if you get caught, this is what you're saying. Well, there's, it's no, sent, there's it's, no direct that they were told, but this was back in the day. Right, but it's also if a contracted company was kind of is doing the exact same thing, though, you would have to assume that the Patriots probably told them to do this. Yeah. Like, like that's that's a little bit shady that you're giving a third-party vendor like the idea, an excuse for a potential crime that could occur in that case. Yeah, and, and if you see that and still defend the Patriots, like I, I don't. I don't see how you can. Like, the only thing you can say to me is, we cheat and we didn't get caught. Because you're clearly cheating. Right. And someone even said, and uh, it was Terry Bradshaw on the same show, he said, well, in Bill Belichick's defense, they don't need to tape the Bengals. They're going to beat the Bengals. And Michael Strahan said, it's not really the Bengals they're taping. It's Zach Taylor. Yeah. This is Zach Taylor's first year as a head coach. We know nothing about Zach Taylor. 
say they get Burroughs and they go on to be an AFC contender and they're facing the Patriots, they're learning the system quicker because they're watching tape. So maybe it wasn't for that exact matchup. It was on Zach Taylor's coaching. That's actually something I didn't even think about. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, you're actually pretty accurate. If they clearly should not be worried about the Bengals, because that was the whole story going on to yep. this, was that they have to cheat why, to beat a team why would they to cheat beat. to beat the Bengals? But no, this makes so much sense. Like, they're probably gathering as much information as they possibly can on every single coach to kind of get an idea of what their tendencies are, to kind of get an idea of their personnel groupings, uh, the type of um, motions that they do or the type of calls that you'll see from the sidelines and then play it out moving forward. That actually makes more sense than the fact of, oh, we're taping them because we need to help them for next week or something like that. That makes a ton of sense. In my mind was something that was going to be looked at maybe just in the Mm offseason, still illegal. Like that's the thing that I don't think. And so then you get down to the conversation of, all right, if they can't tie it to Bill, I mean, this has to be tied to Kraft because Mm – it is an organization under his watch, under right. his tutelage. I mean, he runs the Patriots. He owns the Patriots. And that was the big issue with Sean Payton, too, is the fact that with Bounty Gate, it happened on a coach's watch with coaching personnel. Yeah. In the end, Sean Payton took the fall for it because that was essentially his role as the head coach. He has to take the fall for this. Yep. But if Belichick is not going to necessarily take the fall for this, then I agree. Kraft has to face some sort of, I don't want to, I don't know if it's going to be a fine. I don't know like what it could possibly be from an organization standpoint, but it's gotta be something. Yep. Um, do you, cause they've been playing terrible. Yeah. The Patriots. Mm-hmm. How far away is Tom Brady's end? How far away is what? The end of Tom Brady's career. The end? Oh, um, he strikes me as someone that is going to try his hardest to prove the detractors wrong by saying that there's still some game left in him, even though that we can, the signs are very evident if you've watched any of the games that the the end is very near. Um, yeah. I say, I say he has one more year before he hangs it up. Really? Yeah. I, I give it one more so year. So you still you do give it the year. I give it the year. Okay. Yes, I still I'll say like the end of this year and then all of next year. I don't think he'll retire at the end of the season. I, I mean, realistically, there have been some conversations about the belief that maybe they Patriots move on from Tom Brady this season. I, I've I've seen stuff like that. Um, he is a free agent after this year. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet my money on him leaving the Patriots, but yeah. it, the theory is out there, though. It's interesting to me that people are like, oh, well, he could go here, he could go here. I don't see, at this point in his career, a team that Tom Brady could go to that they would actually succeed the way the Patriots do. Right. He's not, I mean, he's not really a top 15 talent-wise quarterback right now. He is just a, a an amazing, amazing winner. On a great team. Well, we have touched on this before, teams. that the only reason that Tom Brady would want to leave the Patriots is because he wants to prove that he didn't need Belichick to win. Which I think if he wanted, he could just get Belichick. Do you think he could get Belichick fired? You think he could? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it depends on if... Do you think if he said Kraft, it's me or Belichick? Wow. Um, <laughs> I'd be intrigued to see how that would Because I think Kraft <laughs> likes Brady more than he likes Belichick, but at the same time, Belichick, his system would probably work with another quarterback it wouldn't be tom brady like but it would probably work with another quarterback in the small spurts that we saw his system without tom brady matt castle got them to 11 and 5 yep jacory Brissett won games with them jimmy g won he games was undefeated with them. jimmy g won games with yeah. them too so i'm truly believing that you not might not necessarily need an all level talent there but yeah i think the system could work in this case i also think that their division is just getting a lot better 
Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Bill, bills are getting better. Um, I see progress with the Jets and uh, the Dolphins. Yeah. They're accumulating talent. Jets so. Have so many injuries, man. They really do. Um, one last thing about the Patriots here: Do you foresee them acquiring uh, any big names in the offseason for this offense? Because their running game is still decent. Sony Michelle and James White. Um, they also have Damon Harris, obviously coming in there. They have no tight ends that I even care about. Yeah. And their wide receiver core is pretty much a boomer bust. Philip Dorsett. Harry, who has not been proven to be great yet, but he was first-round talent, and the tried-and-true Julian Edelman. See, I don't know, because it's really tough for me to make the case that they'll try to make a big play for um, a trade target or a free agent. I think the last time that they made a big free agent play was Stephon Gilmore, and that was just because... Yeah, they should give a lot. I can't believe... Wasn't it the Bills? Yeah, it was the Bills. I can't believe the Bills did that. Well, I... I mean, they didn't want to pay him, but why would you trade him in division? No, no, they didn't trade him. It was a free agent. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. St- st- Stefan Stephon Gilmore right. was a free agent, and the fact that the Patriots gave him a big contract like that was kind of unheard of. As like, I say, Greg is the smartest sports person I know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Stefan Gilmore, essentially, I mean, you saw the signs of him being a shutdown corner, but it was just like the way Buffalo's defense was running. He just didn't maximize to his fullest potential. Going to the Patriots really helped him, but yeah. I don't know the free agent market off the top of my head right now. For so. uh, receivers? Yeah, for receivers. Um, I mean, I would assume that the Patriots would probably target receivers in the draft because this is one of the deepest wide receiver classes in terms of talent that we've seen in a long time. So I could see them maybe like hedging their bets on that. Let's see. NFLTradeRumors.co. That doesn't seem... .co? That's strange. Yeah, that's very, very odd. Let's do sport. Spotrack? Spotrack. I think... Yeah, it's either spot rack or spot track. Spot rack. Spot rack. <laughs> that's eh, it. I don't know. No, I think that's it. Because I'm thinking of track, like mm-hmm. sport track, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, AJ Green's a free agent. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. AJ Green is wow. definitely a free agent. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, come on. AJ Green wouldn't be would be pretty nice with him. I bet. I don't know how. Let me change. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Uh, AJ Green should go there. I mean, they do have Mohamed Sanu still. AJ Green would be a fun addition for them, I think. He would be way too good. Yeah, he would be phenomenal. I don't know about tight ends, though. Tight ends would be interesting. We can look at him. So, AJ Green, Larry Fitzgerald, Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders would be a good pick. Devin Funchess, even though, yeah. Uh, Amari Cooper. He won't won't go there. He's too high. Randall Cobb, Danny Amendola coming back home. Travis Benjamin. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Uh, Anderson would be interesting. I think he's, his talent hasn't been utilized to the best potential in, yeah. with the Jets, I think. There's no one else. I mean, Chris Hogan, but me. Uh, Ryan Grant would be interesting there. I don't really see anyone else that, like, why are you listed as a wide receiver, J.D. McKissick? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see anyone else that really, like, lights the world on fire for mm-hmm. me, but there's, there's, some, some, there's some, some heavy ones. There's some restricted free agents in there, but, I mean, yeah there's, yeah, there's no way that uh, they would do the whole match stuff with them. Let's so. check tight ends, then. Mm-hmm. Tight ends are interesting, too. I don't really know. I don't know any off the top of my head. Vance McDonald. They can have Vance McDonald. He'd er- probably be great. Eric Ebron would be interesting for them. Eric Ebron, Vernon Davis, uh, Tyler Eifert. That'd be interesting. That'd be a great buy low pickup for them. Hunter Henry's unrestricted. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sign Wait, up. Hunter Henry's unrestricted. Wow. That's what it says. Oof. Oh, if I'm the Chargers, I I try to lock him up. Yeah, even though they haven't been using him, it's really annoying. Uh, Austin Hooper's unrestricted. Mm-hmm. They can have Nick Vanette. Benjamin Benjamin Watson still. Ricky yeah. Seals Jones. He's been so good. You know, uh, David and Joku. I think he's gonna get cut. Man, they put him on. It was a coach's decision to not play him, and Ricky Seals Jones has been their guy. 
The yeah. old stone hands ain't doing it no more. I, I could totally see the Patriots buying low on him and then like Belichick just putting him through the ringer to try to get those hands right. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that was his thing when he was coming out of college was that he was not that great of a blocker, but he was athletic and he could t- catch touchdowns. I don't know what it yep. is. Um, so transitioning, the entire city of Cleveland wants out. <laughs> Except Oof. maybe for Baker because he's a starting quarterback and he won't get that job anywhere else in the NFL. Yeah. Well, maybe Miles Garrett too, because there's nowhere else for him to go. He's well, he's done for life. Yeah. But so basically, reports came out that after the game in Arizona, players on the Browns sideline. Uh-huh. Well, that was during the game. Yeah. Well, it was it was during the last minute uh, or so. Okay, like, okay. You, so you're right. It was during the actual play of the game, but uh, the offense and defense of players were basically begging, screaming across the sidelines, "Come get me." Uh, Jarvis Landry was one of the most vocal ones. We've seen OBJ all season talk to other teams, say, "Go get, like, come get me, come get me. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, when I texted them that, responded as if it meant come fight me. No, 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 like, trade for me. Wow. Get me off this team. I don't want to be here. Like, what in the world is going on with them? Dude, it, it, like, have you ever seen a bigger fall from grace? In all seriousness, from well, what we expected in preseason, based on the city shit talk. To first now. off, first off, no, because you would have had to have been like at a high point somewhere, some way. It was all hype. There was oh, never, there was never like any like fall from grace to even think of because they never had anything to fall from. It was all hype, all expectations, all that fun stuff, and we proved this whole season essentially proved that Freddie Kitchens is just not an NFL coach. Not an NFL head coach. I, I mean, he could he could maybe dial up some sort of good offensive plays from him, but he is just not good at leading a team full of young personnel. And you forget yeah. about this too. Like the Browns are probably one of the I think are the one of the youngest teams in the NFL. Yep. So th- th- really, and this is going to hammer back to the point that I've made for so long is that the issue with them. They have no discipline. They had no one to yeah. be able to kind of come in, ring them out, like get them into a system or get some order instilled in them and be able to have them combine as a team and be able to work as a team. Like it's just all individuals at this point and there's no clear cut directive. If I asked you to name things that mimes do that's not this stuck in a box, what would you say? That's not stuck in a box? Yes. Um... Oh God, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> Someone in- said, "How long can he a mime be stuck in a box?" And I said, "That is a disrespect to the art." <laughs> there is the rope pull. Oh, that's right. The, the tug pull. of war. Mm-hmm. There's this simple running into a wall. Very different than the box. Yeah, just want to bring that up. That's Unless true. the box is unlimited space mm-hmm. and time. And then there are multitude of things. A bicycle. Uh-huh. You could ride a bicycle around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could pretend to give people flowers or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. It is uncreative to say how long can you I can get- You can pretend to eat. Yeah. yeah. So they're basically saying it's either $20 or a time limit. And I'm saying, I'm like, I'm not budging from 80 mm. Now, obviously, I think the least that I would actually sign off on, on a very real note, is 40 I said 50 at the beginning. I think 40 is one of those things where like, if we just do 20, that's almost nothing going, because it's going to go back to the draft. Well, here's the other thing, too. I feel like if you do it on a weekend, like a Saturday, when there's oh, yeah, probably yeah, going to yeah, be a yeah, lot yeah. of people there, I feel like you could probably get the money quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially with a sign. They saw, what do you want? Oh, uh, Pro Football Chase update. AJ Green visited specialist and is unlikely to play the final two games of the season. So glad I drafted and held on to him for <sighs> Oh, God. Uh, yeah, he's he's no. It was one of the it was one of the weirdest ankle injuries I think I've ever seen. He's never gonna be a Bengal again. No. 
No one's um, so yeah, back to this Browns thing. I agree. It's leadership. It's it's Freddie Kitchen should never been given the job. I don't no. understand why they moved on from Williams. I, I never got that because it was like weird animosity afterwards between him and Baker. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, it, it felt so fabricated. It felt like Baker was like trying to do another Hugh thing where it's like it's us and it's like if you're not with us, you're against us, man. And it's mm-hmm. like nobody, neither of those two guys were against you. They got fired. Yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah. In retrospect, I mean, how much of the Browns like winning at the second half of last year was a result of Freddie Kitchens versus Greg Williams? You could kind of argue that maybe so, it was equal. I would say equal because Freddie Kitchens just had to worry about the offense. Right. And Greg Williams worried about the defense. Mm-hmm. And it was 100%. He, oh, well, Freddie was Baker's guy, this, that, this, that. Yeah, but at the same time, Freddie can't coach. No. He can't play call. I find it very surprising to believe that John Dorsey would want to give the head coaching job to someone as unproven as Freddie Kitchens. You know, He wanted uh, one of his guys. He wanted an internal guy. Little did he know that he was getting the most Cleveland Brown guy of all time because he <laughs> ran them into the ground. Yes. It is tremendous. Absolutely. I cannot wait to see what they try to do next. I truly think that Dorsey is probably going to try his hardest to get Kansas City's offensive coordinator, uh, Eric Benini. Okay. He's like he I think he's the big like hot coaching candidate that's going to be on the market. He's coming from he knows what he has to work with because he probably hired him in the first place. So yep. that's probably Dorsey's number one target if I would bet. What do you think and so they were basically talking about how as soon as Kitchens is fired or Dorsey will hire a guy instantly to avoid the search. Like, I, I like they that. think that he has a guy already in mind, which I mean, probably I think, is I your think guy. It's, I think it's Billy Me, yeah. And he has a guy in his mind because the second they fire Freddie, he's going to offer someone the job. That way, they don't have the long stretched out search. Yeah. Um, because the long stretched out search normally goes to the ownership, which also makes sense if it's Billy because he's African American and you have to abide by the Rooney Rule. Yep. So if you can, o- if you offer the job like immediately to him, that's way less you got to deal with in that case. I also thought highly about the interest of bringing in one Mike McCarthy. Have you seen the report on McCarthy? No, I haven't. It said that this year off, he spent learning to coach with data and the new way of football. He's going he analytics-based. He is okay. analytics-based. Now, he completely switched over his style of coaching to work for today's NFL, and he said this year off has made him the best coach he's ever been. Interesting? Very. Yeah. I... I want to see him with another team. I want to see if he's actually good. Now, here's my problem with this, is that the Cleveland Browns, in the management structure before John Dorsey, was essentially trying to do the whole analytics and mumbo-jumbo crap. That's what ended up with them drafting five wide receivers in the first three rounds. So he's not baseball analytics. Right. He's more, what he said was football analytics. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to do that same thing. He's not going to play those dance. But he is going to do like... All right, we need this like these types of running backs, and it was a little more in depth for just football because I think the, weren't those baseball guys they brought over? No, no, because I think one of them was, but their main general manager was, I believe, Joe Banner, who okay. came from the Eagles, and I believe. Heard. I think when they hired him, like he said that he wanted to use a more analytics base as well because he believed that was the future of the NFL. But then when you drafted five wide receivers, and I don't think any of them have amounted for much since yeah. then, that really says a lot. Yeah, they were trash. Mm-hmm. Um, Although they did abide by the concept of the New England Patriots by always trading back to get more picks. I mean, that worked out well, except none of them actually did anything. They just, you got to land on that pick. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wish it said how many years they had left. I'm trying to figure out what they're looking like. Oh, God, the guy that's in last place said, I like the time limit idea. So $20 or 20 minutes, whichever comes first. 20, 20 minutes? minutes? 20 minutes? No, that's that's ridiculous. If we do time, it's two hours. <laughs> <laughs> you're. Just, I love how you're just like hammering no, this. No, no, the too. second someone puts, because the commissioner said, I think $25 is fair. The second that idea gets in there, I am hammering the over on it because screw that it's a punishment yeah it's, it's a fantasy football punishment mm-hmm. this should not be easy this should not be fun and the guys that are in last place losing should not be setting how it should go no that's really true like if if, if this guy wasn't in fear of losing tonight he wouldn't, he wouldn't even be in the group chat right now mm-hmm. you even said like he doesn't even talk on the group chat that much anymore nope. yeah he this is the most he's ever spoken in the chat mm. 20 minutes <laughs> He's trying really hard to like go against this. So and, I'm, I'm and leaving watch, this up because I'm, watch, I'm sorry that I keep cutting it off, but this is hysterical. Oh, this is funny. And watch what? No, and just watch like him actually win tonight. I I mean, uh, yeah, we'll see. Turn, yeah. Turning off save battery so it stays alive. <laughs> uh, oh, do not record me, please. Yeah, do not. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> um, some of the big contracts that the Browns have right now. So Odell, base salary 16 mil. And I think he's he has a lot of money on that because I think oh, he just he man. signed that at the beginning of the year. So dead cap would be nineteen mil and his cap at seventeen mil. Mm. Uh, he's six point nine percent of their entire cap. It's a lot for a receiver, is, especially when you're considering Jarvis Landry's five point seven percent of their entire cap. Yeah, so ten percent of your entire cap goes to two receivers. That's a then you much. have Olivier Vernon six point three two. They're probably going to figure out how to get rid of him because I don't think he's done much. Oh, yeah, he hasn't done anything there. But I do like their other their uh, who's the other guy they have that Joe Sherbert. Oh, Sherbert. I love Sherbert. Yeah, he's been good man. Wisconsin linebacker. Yeah, yeah dude's good. Some of the lower guys they have. I mean, Nick Chubb only takes up 068 percent of their entire cap. Greedy Williams obviously 0.48 because they're they're still in their rookie deals. Rookie deals, yeah. Um, you got guys like Kareem Hunt who's only taking up 0.32. Kareem Hunt is only making three hundred forty thousand dollars. I think he's on league minimum right yeah. now. Yeah, that's he was an idiot. <laughs> um, Mac Wilson still like yep. him too. Love Mac Wilson, man. They have guys. That's why it's so crazy to me how bad they are. That's why I'm telling you, man. Like, if you get someone come in right away who's a disciplinarian type, I think it work out. Actually, this might be a little crazy, oh but boy. another guy that I'd be intrigued to see oh how boy. he could work there. Oh boy, Ron Rivera. Ooh, I actually like that. Yeah, I think I think Ron Rivera kind of fits the mold right there too of a coach that would kind of instill discipline into his team. And I think the only issue with why he got fired by Carolina is just because kind of the wheels fell off. And I mean, you lose your starting quarterback, you're on a backup right now. You're playing a game where the majority of your passes go directly to Christian McCaffrey, and that's it. And your defense, I still kind of say, is rebuilding a bit. I personally think that Rivera would be a good fit because he kind of fits the idea of being a disciplinarian type and would kind of get this young roster in line. He said, no, 25 minutes. I said, I don't think you'd be in this chat right now if you weren't in this game. That's fair. Like, I'm not letting you set the bar. That's fair. Would you be making the... I'm telling you, would you be making this much of a big deal about it if you were in last place? I would... So, realistically, what I would say if I was in last place, an hour, $30, $30. That would be my, my – if I was in this game, I would say an hour for, or $30 because that is – he said, what's that supposed to mean? Ah. Uh, be like, you, see, you know exactly what it means, man. I'm, I said, laughing face. I said, I'm saying you're – how do I word it? I'm saying you're, you're influencing because it could impact you. 
Yeah, that's actually, that's accurate. Hey, you're not wrong. Yeah, so that was the nicest way I could say because I think that could have easily gone to like, what, I'm not supposed to be in this chat? <laughs> I'm saying, no, you're influencing it because it could affect you. That's, that's fair. That's very fair. Uh, we'll see. But um, no, none of the times I'm putting in there are, are how I actually feel. Like I would say <laughs> like an hour of miming might go, like maybe it goes on too long. Maybe the perfect is $30, 30 minutes. Like I, I personally think that this should be a punishment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and if you don't want it to be a punishment, I understand it. But also like a, a lot of the guys in this league would stand up to whatever punishment they get because they enjoy doing it. I mean, that's kind of the whole purpose of a fantasy football punishment is that you play and then if you suck, then you own up to it. Yeah. You, you, there's no way to kind of get around it. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I know I'm going to get overruled. I am 100% the guy that always goes for the worst. You this. are. You, you, you strike me as an instigator. Well, so hear me out. All right. If I don't throw out these crazy, we're going to have $20, 20 minutes. And it's like 20 minutes. We have like 20 minutes left in the show. Like that's nothing. No, that's really to nothing. To see if someone get punished for being bad for a whole season. But you, you need more than 20 minutes, yeah. man. I mean, that's the risk that you sign up for when doing fantasy football. So it's like, yes, I am not expecting it to be $100 or two hours. Mm. I, if, I, if I go to, he said, no, nah, I don't think so. How can you even say that? Mm. You are absolutely influencing it, Chris, because you might lose tonight. That's just how, like, how can you say, I don't think so? Uh, <laughs> He's, he, he never speaks in this <laughs> chat. <laughs> Call him out for it, man. No, I don't want him to leave. You want to rock the boat? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, no, I don't. Of course you don't think so. <laughs> uh, I just, I'm just glad. And I am terrible in the thoughts on the bench league. That, uh, that was my second 14, and I, you're either really good or really bad in a 14-team league. Yeah. And I had too many injuries, and I didn't even care. Yeah. And Smalls wants to come in when he's in the championship game and pretend to talk shit. Don't even care about no. that. But I enjoy being very good at fantasy because in my work league, took down the number one seed in the first round of the playoffs. My two leagues that I'm actually invested in and put money behind and care about, I'm in the playoff, or I'm in the finals for both of them. Yep. Um. For me personally, it's it's a lot invested, and I win because of it. And the best part is, this is the guy that traded me Larry Fitzgerald and his first round pick for Hop last oh, year, and then man. tried to trade. He said, "Yo, you can make the playoffs. I'll give you Hopkins for a first round pick." I said, "No." <laughs> I said, "I have yours and mine." I said, "Screw that! I'm going to the final next year." And I am. wow, Ugh. talk me off the ledge, Greg. Oh, uh, it just completely um, comes around, man. Right? It just completely comes around. He is in the losing because he made that decision last year. Yeah. Um, so let's get over to. Uh, who do you actually think leaves Cleveland this offseason? And by leaves, I mean causes a ruckus, so they trade him. Causes a ruckus? Oh, I was going to say, like, I mean, Freddie Kitchens is definitely leaving. So, I mean, Player I don't know if that's cop-out. Player-wise? Okay. Yeah. Uh, just because of history, I got to go OBJ. Yeah. I'd be very intrigued to see what kind of trade that the Browns would be able to get for him. He be- hasn't rolled out New York, by the way, he said. Oh, God. Yeah. He has not rolled out the Jets or the Giants. The only problem that I could see with the Browns is that his value is at an all-time low. I mean, like he's yeah. like he's his no sports hernia. His he's nowhere. He, they're not going to get anywhere close to the value that they got last year. I mean, nope. the Jets. I mean, the Giants. I'm pretty sure got a first-round pick, and I'm just going to write valid point. Yeah, I mean, they, it was definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. It was definitely at least. A, it was definitely at least a first-round pick that they got for him. Like I don't remember the whole deal off the top of my head, but 
there's no way that a team is going to give a first-round pick for OBJ right now. No. His value is so low right now. No, dude. You would have it, to, it, like, I mean, the most that you could probably get for him is maybe a third. Especially considering just the market of it right now. Like, we traded AB. and Third and, and a fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm saying a third is what AB's, or OBJ's worth right now, and it's sad. But personally, I'd rather have Jarvis Landry. Now, I don't think OBJ's going to put up, like, a, a fit like AB did to kind of, like, work his way to where he wanted to go, where, well, supposedly well, he wanted to go. Yeah, I think AB more caused his fit and then caused a fit to get to the Patriots. I think OBJ would be happy on every other NFL team. Okay. I think he'd be happy on the Redskins. Wow. I think he'd be more happy on the Redskins than the Browns. Especially depending on who they get for a coach. Yeah, which uh, looks like it might be Urban. So Urban was at the game, but he was there as Terry McLarnon and Dwayne Haskins' guest. Ah. So people were saying, oh, he was at the game. They're going to make him the coach. They have come out and said they have strong interest in him, which, duh. Yeah. Uh, but he's not, like, tied there the way everyone thinks he I, I don't think he goes there. There's no way I could potentially see Urban Meyer getting thrown into the situation by dealing with Dan Snyder. No, there's no way. Dan He's too Sn- smart. Dan Snyder is one of those owners that, like, when the best run organizations are the ones where the owners just don't get involved. Yep. The absolute best. Dan Snyder has gotten involved so many times with the Washington Redskins that it is kept it has held them back from being a great organization. And it's, n- it's good point. no point whatsoever on that. Yeah. And, and, and they have some pieces there. Geis has looked good, except for the fact that he now has another MCL injury. Mm-hmm. McLaren looks like a wide receiver one. I'd Haskins ve- looks good. I'd be very intrigued to see what they get for Trent Williams in the offseason. Yeah, that, it, that whole saga should have happened this, yeah. this past offseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, tell me right now. They couldn't have got more than a first-round pick that Laramie Tunzel was worth. Oh, yeah, they could have gotten more. You know more. what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like if you would have offered him up to Houston, you could have got more. Yeah, Lar- Laramie Tunzel. Laramie Tunzel was all projection, but Trent Williams was a legit all-pro left tackle. Yep, literal Le- production. Le- legit. And he's still young, too. Like he's this isn't a guy that is in like Donald Penn territory where he's past yeah. his prime. Like Trent Williams is probably right now in his prime. Like you yep. could have gotten some great production for him. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I don't know. I see a lot of the Browns. I mean, I see Nick Chubb living it, staying there. Obviously, they're not going to get rid of Chubb. No, yeah, he's their best offensive weapon at this point. Yeah, it, it just they need a line. Their line in is so the bad. Worst way, and it blows my mind they haven't figure that out like why wouldn't they the, I, there was a ton of rumors about the going after Trent Williams I would have given up a lot for Trent Williams absolutely I mean I, I Baker would be less on his back this past season and probably be putting up much better yeah. numbers if he had someone protecting his he'd probably side. get more commercials Greg Robinson is not a starting left tackle in the NFL he really yeah, is not he's trash Mm-mm. big trash mm-hmm. um some other things that happened today, T. Sizzle was picked up by the Chiefs, Terrell Suggs. I'm very surprised by that because I yep. thought he warned everyone that he would. He said he would not report unless it was for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. But the Chiefs, I mean, they're a very good team. They're a content, they're a contender, man. Like and, he, he will be playing in the playoffs probably. Yeah. And their defensive end tour is pectoral. I forget which one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okafor. Uh, yeah, Alex Okafor, yeah. I believe. Yeah, but no, um, he is definitely going to get playing time. He's going to be one of those situational outside linebackers like James Harrison played at yep. the tail end of his career, which will work very well because the Chiefs – for the longest time, not the longest time, but the last maybe a couple of years, just haven't really had the best defense to work mm-hmm. with. So, no, this is definitely going to be a good thing for them. They also uh, saw that Janoris Jenkins was picked up by the New Orleans Saints, meaning that him and Eli Apple are reunited, and their secondary is now back to pretty much elite. Didn't Janoris Jenkins and Eli Apple not get along with each other nope. in New York? Not at all. Really? I don't think so. I thought I thought that that was the reason why Eli Apple wanted out of New York, though. I don't know. Let's take a look. Mm-hmm. Janoris Jane, blah, 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 blah. 
Mm. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to find like. Oh. No. Nah. I don't know. Because there's a lot of things where they they it's their names together, but. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's just click this one. I don't know. I thought it was something like I I thought Janoris Jenkins and Eli Apple didn't get along. Let's see. Reunited with the ankles with the corner and this giant secondary. Giant traded Apple to the Saints last season, and now Jenkins said of there. We'll be interested to see where Jenkins fits, whether he takes Apple's spot opposite standout Marshall. Yeah, eh, nothing special. All right. Uh, personally, I love it for the Saints because the Saints secondary has not been as good as it should have been, despite having Marshawn Lattimore. No, yeah, Marshawn Lattimore has really. I don't want to say he's regressed, but he's definitely not the level he was as rookie. Uh, Malcolm Butler, he came back to earth. He Malcolm Butler. <laughs> yeah. Malcolm Butler was good. That one Super Bowl and then okay the next year and then he left. And hey, could got, you, do you know where he's at? Yeah, Tennessee. I don't think many people would know that. Nah, he got he you got know what a, I mean? I remember he got a big contract when that and then yeah. Belichick was just kinda like, All right, cool. Belichick was like, dude, ha, see ya. Yeah, you know what it was too? I think that was the same offseason that they got stuff on Gilmore. Yep. Yeah, I think that worked out pretty well for New England at that yeah, point. It was a uh an instant upgrade. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I'm waiting for them to come back and say it. Uh, the Saints, Seahawks, and 49ers all put waiver claims in for Terrell Suggs. Wow. Which he hasn't been great this year, but he's also been moved around so much by the Cardinals on see, defense. I, yeah, see, I thought Arizona would have worked out well for him. I think he would have been happier because I think he lives in Arizona. Yeah, like, but they're not – I mean, he needs a ring. That's that's how he feels. He, he wants already, to get a ring. He's already got a ring. He yeah, can, but he wants to get another ring. Yeah, okay. He, If I'm him too, I get it because, like, the Cardinals are complete rebuild mode. Like, mm. complete – Start from ground zero. Which is hilarious to think about when there were so many Browns players that were saying trade for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that they yeah. want to be a part of another rebuild. Well, I'd rather have Kyler Murray throwing the ball in Baker. And their line's worse than the Browns. That's very true. Very, so, very true. But another big name that'll probably get moved this offseason because of all this is David Johnson. Yeah, Ken- Kenyon Drake, man. I'm so pissed. I had Kenyon Drake in... Two of my leagues, and when I get eliminated from the playoffs the week before, that's when Kenyon Drake yep. decides to score four touchdowns. Pops off for 40 points, man. Oh, my God. So pissed. It's all right. You just mm. got to do better next time. I, I really need to. Yeah. Although, Kenyon Drake had uh, a solid keeper around. I actually might take him up on that. Yeah. Yeah, keepers are always fun. If you're doing a fantasy football league, make sure you do some sort of keeper. Uh, I would not recommend uh, the ability to keep them forever in the first and second round. I would recommend some kind of inflation. Yeah. Uh, reason being, there's a lot of leagues where it's like, wherever I drafted them, I have them there for the rest of time. And I'm like, that sucks. I don't have the inflation rule, but mine is is that you can only hold them for three years. Which is another great, mm. great example of a way to switch it up. Yep. I like the inflation because you... And we had a lot of fights with this in the league. And, and my big argument against... like. My, my, my rival's Dre, and Dre drafted Odell Beckham Jr. with the last pick of his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Dre's had Odell for the last five years or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the guys were like, no, this should be like, a, yeah, he's inflation, but three years. And I was like, you guys are only really saying this because of Odell. Yeah. I was like, you know, like, I'll be the one to call it out. Like, you're only saying this because Dre has Odell for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of you want Odell or, like, David Johnson or all these guys. And a lot of them are like, no, it just it makes it, you know, more heavy talent. And mm-hmm. I'm like, screw that, because I take a lot of flyers on rookies. Right. And I want that rookie. Like, I had especially Nick in a, Juju. Especially in a keeper, too. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of the big idea. Yeah, man. So it's one of those things where, like, 
a lot of the guys were like, no, it should be three years and inflation. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I want to reward my ability and your ability and our ability to watch the draft and know who these guys are mm-hmm. because there's sometimes like this past year, I didn't take any rookies late because there were guys out there like Jameson Crowder, who I ended up dropping and Tevin Coleman who fell. And like, there were guys that were later there. So mm-hmm. I didn't take a rookie. I kind of wish I would have taken guys like Slayton, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or Terry McLaurin, but yeah, see, that's like, that's always the, the rabbit hole that I fall in is because I like to prioritize rookies with like my last three picks. Cause I want to find sleepers. Yep. Although I did find good value. Cause I got Debo Samuel with like my 17th oh, love Debo Samuel, yeah. man. He's really coming into his own. With He's the been Niners. one of your favorite guys for a while. Now. Oh, I loved him at South Carolina, which by the way, Niners, man, laying an egg against the Atlanta Falcons. I will say the Atlanta Falcons have played much better in the second half. Julio. Julio. But I don't think it's going to be enough to save Dan Quinn's job. It's sad. Um, but I think Dan Quinn and Shanahan were so tied together mm-hmm. for that Super Bowl run that yeah. it, Shanahan's proven to be the better coach right now. He right now, has. yeah. So yeah. I, I like the matchup, and I understand that they did lay an egg. but And, and they fell to fifth. Mm-hmm. I, I want to look at that real quick. The NFC playoffs. Yeah, the, yeah, it's crazy because of first off, like this drives Oops. me insane about the division stuff. The fact that the Cowboys are the fourth mm-hmm. seed at seven and seven is Someone, just complete bullcrap. That's why I said the two fighting for ninth place shouldn't get a vote. But I feel like we should maybe next make make next year's punishment prior to the season, so there's no bias on the decision. I like that. I agree. That that's very very fair. We shouldn't wait this long. <laughs> Which the commission's tried and tried and tried, but at the same time, like, for us, it doesn't matter. Right. And I honestly, I don't really agree with that. I don't care when the punishment is decided. Mm-hmm. And you can say, well, you're only doing that punishment because I'm there. Nah. Like, it's, you know, it's a punishment, bud. Uh, so let's look at these standings. So... Amazingly, the Cowboys destroyed it over the weekend. Which yeah, was I don't know how that happened. Night. That was crazy on their part. Yeah, so they're them and the Eagles are both seven and seven. Uh, Monday night game on geez. next week. That's going to be fun. It's probably going to decide the I division championship. Hope the Eagles win the division. I really do too. I do not want the Cowboys in the playoffs. I want chaos in Dallas in the worst possible way. I can't wait to see what happens because I don't think they're going to spend money on both Dak and Cooper. No. So one of them's got to go. Yep. I think it's Dak. You think it's Dak? Yeah. I think it's Cooper. Uh, the reason I think it's Dak is because they would have already paid him. I opinion. think it's Cooper because Jerry Jones is going to talk himself into saying that he could find a replacement in the oh, draft. Michael Gallup's just as good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the Saints, 10-3, and three, they clinched their division. Uh, Packers, 11-3. and three. Vikings, 10-4. and four, And the Bears, 7-7. Seven and seven. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, electric there by the Vikings. Uh, Seahawks eleven and three, 49ers, eleven and three, Rams eight and six. So the Rams are basically out. No, the Rams. No, I guess not. I think the, wow. the Rams are still alive with two games left. I think they're competing with um, they're competing with the Vikings right now for the last spot. So yeah, because so the Cowboys or Eagles, one of them will get in. The Seahawks and 49ers most likely will both get in. Right. Packers, if they keep winning, will win. And then Saints already in. How about wow. how about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at seven and seven? Yeah, dude. Especially with Mike Evans out and Chris Godwin most likely out next week. We're gonna see what they're made of. Yeah. They're on a four game win streak. Mm-hmm. Jam- three and seven. Famous Jameis, my man. Oh, he's such <laughs> So I'm intrigued to see how the offseason goes for that. <laughs> Someone situation. said this to me. Okay. I would rather have Jameis Winston as my quarterback than Carson Wentz. 
And I tweeted Who? them the video. Yeah, exactly. EJ, the Yinzer from Maryland. Oh, my God. He gave me the most trash-ass statements I've ever heard in my entire life. I, that was a guy that said I like Deontay or Deion Kane. And he said, well, Kane should have caught the ball. Kane, 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 Kane. Went off. I was like, he's a good wide receiver for Went off. Went off about how bad Duck was, how bad the Steelers are, all this stuff. And he said, I would rather have Jameis because, in his words, despite the interceptions, he throws the ball amazingly. And I said, so you're telling me. And, and then Throwing I, the ball does not mean crap. So, so his passing yards is a thing. I said, despite Carson Wentz injuries, he's a top five quarterback. Yes. And he goes, no, he's way too injury prone. And I said, and Winston throws too many interceptions. Man. So you can't take one out and not take the other out. That is just how it is. You can't like you can't tell me that I have to give you a guy face value, but you can take away his yeah. worst attribute. When when Carson Wentz is healthy, he plays like an MVP. When Jameis Winston is healthy, he still throws interceptions. I think we should all vote to eliminate punishments when I bring it up at the owners' meeting. I hate you. Wow. No, this guy's just a troll. I also like the time limit. I would propose something like twenty dollars or an hour, whichever comes first. Thirty or an hour. Thirty for an hour. Yeah, I think that's fair. You do strike me as the one that like tries to put out the outlandish one stuff first and then work but your way back. Yes, if I, don't do I know. It, then I know. We I would know. be sitting here at twenty dollars twenty minutes. I know that's fair. I'm just I'm not even gonna message back because then they'll all just be like, "You're just trying to be a jerk." So hey, whatever. I'll vote when the vote comes. <laughs> um, so anyways, let's look at the AFC real quick. Patriots eleven and three. So the Bills could still win their division. It's gonna be tough, man. They have they have to beat the Patriots this Saturday. Which by the way, this is Sunday. One- no, 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 no. This is this is the Saturday oh, weekend. Yeah, you're right. I, I hate I, I hate this it. weekend. I hate this weekend. I don't get it. I don't either. I think it's I think it's because NFL Network ha- is like contractually obligated to have some games there on the weekend or something. I guess so. They just decide to do Saturday because they do it every year. Yeah, I know. That's it's so weird because it's so, always championship, and I'm like, yep. eh. so Patriots and Bills play each other. Uh, if they are tied, I do believe the Patriots have the tiebreaker, so they yeah. need the Dolphins to beat the Patriots. Woof. Yes. Uh, Chiefs ten and four. They're in Raiders six and eight. Not looking pretty. So sad for City of Oakland. By the way, yeah, losing losing your team and then behaving the way that they did too. Trash on the field. Mm-hmm. The Ravens twelve and two. Obviously, are going to finish here, barring something crazy. Is the number one, and mm-hmm. then we are eight and six. We still are technically, which I don't understand why or how we're. I guess it's home wins. Why we're above the Titans. I think it's conference. No, it's conference. Is it conference? Okay. Yeah, it's conference. We are ahead of the Titans right now, yes. So we are 8-6. The Titans are 8-6. The Texans are Mm 9-5. So we basically just need the Titans to screw off, and we need the Colts to lose tonight, and uh, we'll be good. Yeah. Basically the gist of it, yeah. Wow. So screw you, Ryan Tannehill. (laughs) He's been so good at football, man. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Stupid. What, I, it really is. Like, what is it about him going to Tennessee that all of a sudden just kind of awoke himself? All you know I'm what? happy about is because Mike Vrabel. I think it's the stem cells. Yeah, 100%. It's 100% the stem cells. Uh, here's, what, here's what I think. What? The stem cells were too hot in Miami. Ah, so Tennessee. Well, they were in a Swiss. I thought they were in a Swiss bank account. Yeah, Tennessee is more equate to Swiss. Swiss currency? Climate. Swiss climate? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see what this one I thought you were going to say that his wife made the stem cells too hot or something for a sec. I like the time I limit idea a lot, but I think he should have to raise first place buy-in. So $45, considering that they buy a trophy for themselves, it's well, the rivals buy the trophy. That's not a bad idea. So he would then have to raise money for my buy-in. Okay. Is your buy-in typically 45? So it used to be 40, and I think it went up to 45. Okay. 
I like that because the way that for my keeper league usually works is that if you win money, you have the option of taking whatever your winnings was and then next year's fee, taking it out of that. That's smart. It is smart, um, yes. Me personally, we haven't really set up how we dis- divide the pay. So the six-pen league, we'll have to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Here, I've, I've swapped it the last one. Uh, 45 smackaroos would take all day. I'm not even texting back because that's the best idea we've had. That is a great, a that's a great idea, yeah. There's a purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, I don't have to buy the trophy myself. Uh, we made a rule that the, uh, the 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 rival of the winner. The rival of the winner? Yeah. Wait, so, so Dre gonna... has to buy Dre, my trophy for one. Please have Dre buy you a ring. Please. Kind of like what Ruxin did when he, uh, when he won it. When so, he won the I would, so the thing is, I can choose my trophy. Please get a ring. And it's up to a certain amount. Whatever. So I would most likely want this one because I've bought myself a ring when I won this one. Mm-hmm. But if I can find some kind of ring trophy combination mm-hmm. or just get another ring because then I'll have three rings. One for Dynasty. That, the, the Dynasty trophy is a ring. So one for Dynasty and then one to match this that I bought and made myself. Show up to your owner's meeting with two rings on your hand. You'll be I always, hated. I always do. While wearing a suit. I showed up to – we have a uh, – we have a like a hangout during rivalry week and we all went out to a bar and I brought them and wore them at the bar. Nice. Uh, how about the buy the trophy then? I'm sure it's less expensive. No, buy No, him. no, the rival, yeah. So he just he just found out right now that the rivals buy the trophy. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. I mean I, I love how we've basically kind of had our whole podcast episode built around this too. It's yeah, I mean, whatever, it's funny. <laughs> I know it it has been entertaining, I must say. I enjoy it. Um, I'm trying to think of was there any other big NFL news? Because we're getting down to uh, we're getting down to nitty gritty. Unless yeah. you kind of, I mean, unless you want to bring up the the thing that I'm sure most people want to hear a reaction to. Um, the the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I mean, our offense caught up to us. You our know offense what I mean? Our, our offense caught up to us, and and personally, it was just terrible play calling mixed with Doctor and mm-hmm. four interceptions, which mm-hmm. two of them really, in my opinion, weren't his fault. Yeah. But two of them were. Um, our defense played very well, but the Bills are a good team. They're yeah. a very good team, and uh, this was the best team that Duck played all year too. And I, I just can't stand two things. One, tri- or uh, Shaq Lawson, I think it was, saying like, "Oh, he wants to call us just another defense. We ain't just another." He said, "I'm playing one defense this week. That's the only defense." Like, yeah. shut up. I hate that guy. Uh, anyways, and two, I can't stand the city of Pittsburgh. Because they're all like, wow, Duck sucks, man. Duck's the worst. I'm like, y'all were you're quacking the shit out of each other last week. Yep. And everyone's like, man, I can't believe that you thought Duck was the future. Didn't say that. No. Nope. Man, I can't. Like, where's Mason? Really? <laughs> you Really? We Now we're putting Mason Rudolph back in? When we were all calling for the amount of people that I fought with about. And I don't like Mason. And I got made fun of last night. Because I like Dobbs at the beginning of the season. And someone said, wow, we should have kept Dobbs. And I said, I always liked him. And the guy was like, wow, you think Dobbs is better than Mason and Duck? You're an idiot. He's a backup. I was like, Duck's a fourth string. Mason's a backup. Like, what is the shit coming out of your mouth? People are stupid. Mm-hmm. And they lose their minds simply because we lost one game. That is very accurate. Like, when one loss happens, the city of Pittsburgh is about to riot. Hear me out. I am just happy that the Pittsburgh Steelers are playing relevant football games because we don't have a first-round pick, so there's no reason to not win. The Pittsburgh Steelers should not be playing relevant football games with everything that's happened this past no, year. None there whatsoever. is no reason we should be where we are. 
So why are like people are people are mad at this team? Well, we're wasting the defense. We just got the defense this year. <laughs> That's very true. We literally just got them. The entire time that we had Bell, Brown, and Ben, we had no defense. We really didn't. Like the fact that we have it now, yes, it's pretty cool. But let's also deal with the fact that we have a brand new offense that we have to work with too. It just happens. Let it's it go. Insane, man. Mm-hmm. Just crazy. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else in the NFL really that passed through. I didn't. Have, I mean, I didn't really have anything else. I think the Ravens are awesome. Mm. I mean, we were talking with guys last yesterday at the Yinzermont tailgate that like they're probably the most likable rivals we've ever had. And what I mean by that is they don't feel like the Ravens. It doesn't feel like this Joe Flacco led pile of crap team coming into. I, I love. Oh yeah, because because I, I mean the heated times we hated it was because of Ray Lewis. Yep. Terrell Suggs. Yep. Um. I hated Haloni Nana for a while. Oh, he was terrible. Yeah. Um, like him now. I don't like Jimmy Smith still. Nope. Yeah. I'll probably hate Marcus Peters when we play him. Yeah, I do Even not. Even though like he's him. been insane. Oh, Marcus Peters is such a tool bag. Yeah, he's but, been so good. Yeah, though. aside from those guys, I mean, this is the best offense I've seen from them in a while. Like, I, yeah. I watch Lamar Jackson play, and I can't help but not dislike him i love him i, I love I, him so much i like mark it ingram scary i love mark ingram too. i love mark ingram i do too like it's really hard it's for scary. me to hate them so much big trust it's easy for me to hate the browns because browns they're just good. they're just a mess it's easy Bengals are not relevant yeah they're not relevant um but also recent history and because of all the crap that happened makes me hate them too oh yeah i'm glad they're shit yeah i'm glad they're shit too but the ravens though it's like i can't hate lamar jackson can't i respect i respect him too all. much i love I do. him He's, I want to I want to give him a hug. It's like it's like Baltimore has wanted a quarterback for so long and they finally have someone who's going to win an MVP. But it's also it's just so amazing that they embraced something different. Yep. They're a very strict franchise. They're very similar to the Steelers in the sense that they uh they try to mimic the Steelers. They have, you know, they longevity at their coaching staff. They have a very tough football team. They have been very offensively skilled, the same as the Steelers and obviously the Killer Beasts, but they run the ball heavy. They love to throw, and their defense has always been very tough. It's been a very good opponent for us. But for them to take a step back and say, hey, we're going we're gonna to put all of our chips on the table for this guy. And, mm. and if you ever tell me they didn't believe in him either because they drafted Hayden Hurst before him. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. They traded back up, and literally they knew that he was going to be there. Yeah. They are geniuses at this draft. And for you to be like, well, if, if he would have been taken. Yeah, if he would have been taken. Like, w- w- what is that conversation? Now they pay him less. But he still obviously has that fifth-year option because they traded back up, and they guaranteed they got him, and they traded a decent amount for him, and they traded off Joe Flacco, Super Bowl-winning, huge contract guy. Like, it's so crazy to me that they'd be like, well, the Ravens didn't want him either. Yeah, they did. That's why they traded for him. <laughs> Dumb. Your turn. Uh, I ain't have much of a rant to talk about. I'm just happy to see Lamar Jackson do well. I'm happy you're happy. Thank you. Appreciate that. I like that jacket. <laughs> All right, Greg. Mm. I have nothing to announce really for Thursday, unless you want me to see if Drake can make it the punishment episode. Oh, I cannot wait for that. Do you want me to see if he can do that? Please one? do it. Is, right. he, is he going to like sit just right in the middle right in over the middle. here, right in the middle? Right in the middle. Do you have any ideas where you're going to have him do? Not at all yet. One of them is to get his beers, so oh, I'm going to leave the beers in the fridge so they can stay cold. That's I love that. Yeah, me too. Way to use that smart <laughs> thing. Although he's going to have to walk up and then yep. across the camera now. Oh, that's great. Yep. If he trips, if he trips over a wire or anything like that, that has to be like we have to figure out another punishment for him to do. Touche. Plug uh, it back in. <laughs> plug it back in. We'll figure it out. But uh, thank you guys very much for listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been Two Beers Deep. We will be back Thursday and then back the following Monday. 
and then most likely we'll not have a show the day after Christmas, but we'll see. Yeah. Because I don't think I'll be back is why. Okay. I think I'll still be in Kiski, but we'll see. So maybe I'll see if we can do a show back there or something like we'll that. We'll see how it goes. Also, shout out to all the benchers who came out last Thursday yeah. and came up with all of the we great ideas. We have an ideas. amazing 2020 yeah. coming up. That yeah. was unbelievable. We have some fun ideas in the works after what we had to. And uh, also, yeah, shout out to Abby for being a sponsorship uh, person and giving you free coffee. I would love some too. I would like to shout out UNC football because <laughs> they are just swell. Oh, my God. They are swell. They are very good at athletics. I love you. Greg is my friend. I know. I love you too. Let's shut it down. All right, guys. This has been Two Beers Deep. We will see you Thursday for the live show. Bye, guys. Hey, no, no, no.